Hello friends, my name is Conor McManus and you are listening to the Collective Fitness Podcast. Um, happy Friday, I hope everyone else, everyone else, everyone else, everybody is doing wonderful. As always, Collective Fitness Podcast is sponsored by the Collective Fitness app. We are a community, a collective of like-minded people, the same group of people all working towards improved quality of life and a happier and healthier future. If you're not already part of this community, a great place to start is our Facebook group. So I'll put the link down in the show notes. Go and head there, join, say hello to some people, ask us some questions. There's always people lurking around and we'll do our best to help you. Um, as I've mentioned before, I'm trying to grow the podcast at the moment. So please, please share the podcast if you like it, only if you like it. If you don't like it, also DM me or message me or email me and tell me why. Um, because we want to make it better and we want to provide value. We're doing some more interviews coming up soon. So some longer form podcasts rather than me just harping on for 60 seconds. 60 seconds for 10 minutes and hopefully you'll enjoy them. So over without further ado, today's podcast. Um, also, we've just completed the nutrition section of the ebook that we're doing with Jenna Tool. It's looking good. It's looking spicy. Um, it's going to be hitting... I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I feel like I did. But anyway, it's an ebook we're doing. There's loads of exciting things going to be in it. All these little nuggets that we do on the podcast and the email and social media, we're condensing it into one book. So it's just for you. Go and look at it and you can go, ah, oh, okay, amazing, and take it away and read it. And if you implement some of the frameworks in there, it should improve your life. Anyway, so first thing I want to talk about today is happiness. Your happiness isn't a currency. So don't attach it to your things or goals. So what I mean by this, let me explain. So common phrase number 1000 I hear as a personal trainer is, I'll be happy when I get to X weight. I'll be happy when I look like X or I'll be happy when I can do X. You kind of get the point. People say they put off being happy until they get to their goal. Now, that, that, the, the irony of this is, if you've got the capacity to put off being happy until when you get to a certain goal, then you have the capacity to just be happy now and still get towards your goal. Now, first of all, I've mentioned before, and I've mentioned a million times before, that humans love the chase. We're happiest when we're working towards something, when we're in pursuit of something, when we have a mission, that's when we're our happiest. So I'm certainly not saying don't have a goal, just stand there in, in stillness and like a robot, that doesn't have a goal and you'll be the happiest person ever. I'm not saying that. But just understand that happiness will always come through the pursuit of the goal. But working towards something, the tinkering, the problem solving, the overcoming, the accomplishments, and the saying you're going to do something and following through with it, as opposed to actually getting there. It's not like one day you step on the scales and it reads that number that you wanted and you go, oh my God, I'm happy again. You can imagine how absurd that sounds, but it's something that we always put forward as as a concept that we're going to embark in. Now, all those little tiny wins, the little problem solving, the tinkering, the overcoming, they all stack up to a general sense of contentment that we can just ponder through life with. So by that very explanation, when we approach a goal or a goal post, you know exactly what you're going to do with it. You're going to move it. You're going to move the goalpost because you like working to new goalposts. You're going to move it to that next challenge because that's what you love. You want to you want to keep working towards something. Now, let's take this outside of the realm of fitness for a moment. 
and use a few more examples. I'll be happy when I get X car, or I'll be happy when I get X designer handbag, or I'll be happy when I meet that live my life with that X person or I get back with X person. And you know where I'm going with, with this, don't you? We all have that capacity to be happy right now or at least find some joy in the smaller moments. We put these big heroic moments and achievements on a pedestal, but the reality is they're often really underwhelming. They're rare. They're either old news or all three at once. I want to mean by rare or like they're rare because we get close to that goalpost and we just keep pushing that goalpost away anyway. If I say I want to lose 20 stone, I get to 19.5 stone lost and I'm like, okay, I want to lose 25 stone or I want to lose five more stone. And then when I get close to that, I want to lose 10 more stone. And you get the point. We're constantly pushing that goal away because that's what we like. We like working towards something. Rarely do we actually see the goal all the way through, get to that point of accomplishment and go, yay, let off some fireworks and then just kind of return to normal life we like the pursuit of things so stop putting off being happy and putting off doing things that are going to make you happy until you get to it every time you commit your happiness to a desire until you like you put off doing things that are going to make you happy or you just mentally take a note that i'm not going to be happy you're effectively making a deal with yourself to be unhappy until you achieve it now when you put it like that it sounds absurd doesn't it like it, it, you can so easily be happy and work towards your goal and you know in hypothetically you can still reap that happiness from that as well like yes yeah, use weight loss as an example like we all think that if we're going to lose weight we, we, we have to be unhappy to do it we have to go through this process that's painful when well, you don't know what you should do you define a goal and attack it with everything but find joy in the day to day and get off that hedonic treadmill of constantly craving that next thing doing this might not make you happy all the way happy but it will definitely make you happier than you were yesterday if you can't be happy with a friend a coffee and a conversation then you won't be happy with champagne and a yacht food for thought by the way check out the book almanac the almanac of naval ravikant if you liked this segment because a lot of it is pulled from him and some of his his work he is i'm going to butcher this now but he is i mean he's a billionaire now he's um he owns a company called Angel List, and um, if you follow him on Twitter, that's where he's he he's his best. But ultimately, he and this is kind of like the similar thing. I'm not comparing myself to a millionaire, but like this is the re the single reason that I talk about a lot of this stuff to a fitness based audience because he takes a lot of these frameworks and his mental models and his ways of thinking about things. He's very philosophical. Philosophical? I've just butchered that. He's very interested in philosophy and that those teachings and those methods of thinking about things is then what's led him onto this success journey and he applies that to his own life and you know, the, the, the ultimate and the results speak for themselves within his arena. But there's no reason that we can't take frameworks that he's taught or anyone else has taught and apply them to the arena of fitness. The reality is they all cross over. This concept of just improving ourselves in different arenas, they all cross over. So we can take these these frameworks, these ways of looking at stuff, and there's loads in this book. It's a great book to go and just you know bury your head to. And it's not even stupidly long either. It's literally like someone, it's not even, it's not wrote by him, it's not been written by him. It's somebody's gone took, got sift through all of his tweets, his podcasts, his interviews, social media and then put it together in one neat copy of the book and the first half of the book is about 
business and how to effectively use your time. And the second part of the book is just about happiness. Um, but anyway, moving on. And this one, I think, no, I don't think this one is from it, but like there'll be similar crossovers to this one. So number two, time is king. Time is the most important thing and it's way more important than money because that's all we have. That's our main commodity. That's the one thing that we've got and that's the one thing that we know will always run out. Time will run out for us. So it blows my mind that a person would drive 30 minutes out of their way to save five pounds in fuel. That person, is by doing that, that action, they're saying to you, to me, to themselves, that five pounds to them is more important than 30 minutes of their time. Like... I'm quite, I'm, 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 feel free to commit if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm unsure of what five pounds would buy you that is more valuable than 30 minutes of doing something that you enjoy. Um, or why an extremely wealthy person would not have a cleaner, even more so if they, like, like most people that just didn't like cleaning because the time it takes to clean and you can pay someone to do that, why wouldn't you? I know there's a stigma attached to that and you're probably going, oh, having a cleaner, that's a weird concept, but like time is the most important thing. So why would I want to do spend my time doing shit that I don't enjoy? Or why someone would not do a job like, you know, thinking big picture, why someone would not do a job they love? You know, why would you not try at least work towards doing something that you love, especially if they have the option to, but they just don't like change. Like I know so many people who could tomorrow change their job and do something they much more enjoy, but the concept of change to them is more it's just challenging and they don't want to change. But I'll guarantee you in the 85 and they're looking back at their life, they're going to be like, I should have spent my time more wisely. And if lockdowns and restrictions and all this stuff that we've had the past 18 months can teach us anything, it's how easy it is to lose time to something that we don't enjoy. Like think back for the past two years, 2020 and 2021, how quickly has time gone? It is absolutely flown by. Now, stupid decision-making aside, like just going out of your way for half an hour, five to say five pounds on petrol, can we buy more time? Question mark. Can we buy more time can we do something about this i know we can spend our time more wisely going forwards but what can we do with more time now fitness has been built and sold historically around how we look because you know that's what's marketable but its biggest sell should always be both quantity and quality it can add to your life we can spend our time in more quality ways if we are healthier and fitter like example if i'm unhealthy and unfit versus fit and healthy i can play sport with my kids if i'm not i can't i'm gonna to have to sit on the sidelines and watch them and we can add quantity to our years in our life for the prevention of health related chronic diseases if i put a priority on my health i may stave off any of the challenges that i might experience in later life and give myself 10 extra years of just quality life so yes in answer to the question we can buy more time and fitness is part of that answer and part of that solution and part of the bigger solution of monitoring our help 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 health health number three whoop <laughs> health 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 whoop 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 so one of our collective members asked what everyone's favorite fitness wearable was uh, myself jazzy we've both used whoop and that was our vote Whoop is actually the name of the company, I promise. I will try and link it down in the show notes. Now, why? It turns complicated data into simple and very easy to act upon information, which is what we're all about. We just like to keep things simple. And like I've just spoke to you about in this podcast, we want to enjoy the process and try to dissect data that we are not that interested in, but we want to take action upon is not something how we want to spend our time. We want it to be simple. I want it to feed, give us feedback immediately. And more importantly, it doesn't get in the way. It's really simple. It's like a little cottony band. 
with a little chunky bit that hasn't been raced, and it's not a pain in the ass. Like a kettlebell plus an Apple Watch equals a very expensive shoulder press and broken glass. Um, yeah, hit out Jazz actually. Hit up Jazz. I'll link his Instagram down in the show notes. I've got, God, I've got a lot to put in these show notes, um, and I'm pretty sure he'll get you a discount code because he's a current member. I'm not. Um, just because I stopped using it because I didn't need to. But I would still highly recommend it if I was going to get a wearable. It would be that one. Anyway, that's it for me from today. Have an amazing weekend. Have an amazing week. And hopefully I'll be seeing you next week with a longer form interview interview with one of our members, MJ, who went from an ICU COVID on like in a really bad place to running ultra marathons. He ran a 50-mile ultra marathon a couple of weeks ago and we're going to talk all about that have an amazing day i'll see you next time